Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of my podcast, You're the Shift with Flora Fauna Healing. I just wanted to apologize on how long it's been since I released a podcast last. Just wanted to say that I'm going to be a little bit more timely next time things got ahead of me. So today I wanted to talk about something called resonancy. Um, For this podcast, I always try to channel in what it is that you guys need to hear. And I had a lovely client today that brought it right to me and it was about resonancy. So this podcast I utilize to help teach you guys skills, right? To help you guys along in your spiritual journey. One of the most important things that anybody can teach you is your inner sense of resonancy. We live in a timeline that doesn't really allow us to really ask ourselves what it is that we want. On any day-to-day, there's so many expectations that are sitting with you, like, can you say no to something, or is somebody going to be upset about it? Can you say what you mean and mean what you say, or is it going to cause rifts and problems? Are people going to perceive you as a bad person? So what I'm really talking about is people-pleasing. When you've gone through your whole life as a people pleaser, it can be really difficult to come back and to be able to honor your sense of resonancy. Sometimes even asking a person, well, what do you want? Puts them into a state of panic. If this is what you're dealing with, then pull up a chair, grab yourself a soda and tune in because it's one of the most important skills a spiritual person or any person can have. The next time somebody asks you a question, There should be a response from your body, from your soul, from your energy on what it is that your body wants you to know. Let's say somebody asks you, hey, do you want to walk the dog today? I can't, I'm busy. Instead of looking through all these different things, look to yourself before you answer. I don't want you to think about that person's busy schedule and how it's going to deeply inconvenience them if you say no. I don't want you to think about that you've been on thin ice with this person lately, so you need to say yes so they'll love you. What I want you to think about is, is there a feeling stirred up in your body that says yes or does it say no? If it's not a verbal thing, it might be something like a feeling of energy. It could be a pit in your stomach. It could be a feeling of dread. It could be panic. Those are the feelings I want you to listen to. Those feelings come from your body, and that's your body trying to tell you that what you're about to say isn't in line with what your soul wants. Now, you may feel all of that and then go ahead and say yes anyways without even realizing that you need to dial yourself back. The reason why it's so important to listen to that field of resonancy is because that's your body and soul telling you what is and isn't aligned with you. I have someone very dear to me in my life that used to struggle with resonancy. And so for her birthday, I believe it was, I made her a pendulum and I gave her the advice that if your body and your soul aren't answering you on what it is that you want to do, what it is you're aligned with, then maybe using an external tool until you build the trust up enough to be able to answer yourself is what you need. So this person would take a pendulum and they would ask, should I go out with my friends today? And uh, as you know, or may not know, it's your higher self that works with the pendulum. It's an extension of you, really. And it would say yes, or it would say no. And it really taught this person to tune in to that vibration because when the pendulum would swing, she would feel emotions attached to that telling her, okay, well, that's a yes for me or no, that's a no for me. 
So once you begin to learn those stages of residency, where it is for you, because it's different for every single person and it should be. The next thing to ask yourself is, well, why? Do you need to apologize for those feelings? The answer is no. Let's say if you are being asked to make something to bring to Thanksgiving dinner and it's your family's favorite and oh my God, they love it and everybody talks about it and it's like their favorite thing and it means so much to them and yada, 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 yada. But you work a full day that day and you have a commute back and forth to work and by the time you get home from work, it's about 7.30 p.m. and that's the only time that you have to cook for the next day of which you have to travel back to your parents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, obviously, this isn't a situation that's probably currently applicable because of the laws going on right now. But think about it. Is your answer to that going to be a yes? It might be because you have a joy of cooking. It could be a yes because you just enjoy doing things for people. Or the likelihood is if you look at all the things you have to put yourself through just to be able to make a dessert for someone, the answer is probably going to be no. And if you think about it, well, what's going to come up after the no? Well, you're going to have this person maybe texting you a bunch of times being like, well, I need your answer. I need to know because somebody else is going to have to bring something different if you don't commit to the task. And then you're going to feel feelings of guilt. So all of a sudden, this thing that you're being asked to do is making you feel guilt. And the good majority of people would say yes anyways because they're raised as people pleasers. And that makes it really complicated because you want to do what feels right, but then you're going to have this lingering feeling of guilt follow you around if you just say no. And sometimes saying no is so difficult. But you know what you're doing if you say yes? Well, you're violating your own boundaries because you're violating your residency. You know darn straight that you really don't want to do that. You can feel it. You might feel tiredness at the thought of it, dread. You might complain to the people around you and then just pass it off like, oh, it's no big deal. I do it every year. After 20 to 30 minutes of complaining, that's literally wrecked your mindset for the whole evening. All because of what? Because you're struggling to say no. What I'm trying to get to here is that sometimes we need to just say what we mean. That's that. Somebody asks you how you're doing and you say good when you're not good. Well, that's a lie. Very simple. It's something that we're trained to do. It's a knee-jerk response where you've actually trained yourself to believe that, oh, people don't really care about my problems, so I should just tell them I'm good. Did you ever think that if that person is truly asking you that they actually are invested in what you're going on, like what's going on in your life, and they do want to know? If they're just asking for pleasantries, then they're not being authentic, and that's a whole other thing. But why do you feel like you have to not answer truthfully? Answer with your sense of resonancy. If that person asks you, hey, how are you doing, and you actually feel concern, your inner, inner stuff is telling you that they're actually concerned about you, you should answer them with the truth. Because that's your resonancy. You're resonating with what that person has asked you. So instead of disservicing that person and saying, oh yeah, I'm good, don't. Tell the truth. Your resonancy is your truth. It is the best way to explain what you want, who you are, where you stand. It belongs to you and you alone. And what's right for you is not right for another person. Society at large has made us believe that there's a code of conduct that we need to operate under to be perceived as a good person or to be helpful, to be kind, to be loving. And they've made us believe that that's what we have to do. And that's just not true. So the next time somebody asks you out on your night off, I want you to sit with yourself. And if you need to play this back at that point, feel free. Sit with yourself and, and read that text message over again and take a second before you just answer and ask yourself, well, what do I feel? 
you may have things that come up like fear, anxiety, stress, worry. You might even have mixed emotions where you do really want to go, but you're also really tired. What you need to ask yourself is what's going to serve you more? If you like sit with the thought, okay, well, I want to go out, but I don't, I'm kind of tired and I don't really feel like I should sit in that feeling for a couple of minutes. Just feel it. Don't think about it. Just feel it. If that feeling doesn't improve, then that's a no. Your residency is telling you no. Maybe there's a compromise that you can do where you can go out on another day and that'd be just as fun. Check in with the person. See if there's something else you can do. But when no means no, say no. And that's that. If you know that there's no compromise available and for the next three weeks you're going to be tired as a dog because you're working at a restaurant nonstop, then the answer is still going to be no. Do you need to feel guilty about that? No, you don't. If somebody really values you, if they really, really care about you, they may say something like, well, I'm really sad that I won't see you, but I understand. And those are the friends you want. You don't want somebody to make you feel guilty like, oh, you never hang out with me anymore. Oh, you're always working. You don't make time for me. Okay, there's a way to say that that isn't as damaging. Like, okay, well, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, Is there a time that might be better for you? I'd love to catch up, but I don't want to do it at your expense. So if you feel like there's a time that energetically is good for you, just give me a shout and I'll be there. Great, supportive way to be there for your friends. We do not live in a society where we owe each other time. That's a misconception. You, The reflection of the time you spend with someone does not say how good the relationship is. You can spend all your time with someone and have it be a terrible relationship. You can spend none of your time with someone and have it be a fantastic relationship. Because maybe you talk over text or you talk over the phone or whatever it is, right? But your boundaries are respected. So... Follow your sense of residency. The more that you follow it, the more that you're going to understand and be aligned with the opportunities that are in front of you. One of the other things about your residency is just your day-to-day. A lot of people struggle in their day-to-day life with residency because they think that they have all these tasks laid out for them and that there's no me time left at the end of the day. Your me time is a choice. You are not an afterthought. You can't just scurry around doing all these tasks every single day and give yourself no downtime and call yourself productive. The downside to that is you're going to burn out. I know that there's probably 80,000 things on your to-do list. If you're a productive person or like a type A personality, then you're going to have all those things on your to-do list. You know what should be on your to-do list? You. Sit with that for a second. If you go through every single day doing all these things for everybody else and you think that you're happy, but when you get home and you're just so burnt out that you don't have another minute for anyone around you, including yourself, to read a book, to sit and and watch a show that you've been waiting to watch all week, to spoil yourself with some ice cream because it's been a bad day and you just want to do something nice for yourself, to run yourself a bath to help you out. If you don't have time for that, you're not living your life right. And chances are it's going to come back to your sense of residency. Some of us have this deep need we have this duty we have this like internal calendar that says you need to mop the floor once a week you need to do this once a week you need to do this three times a week you need to sweep four times a week you need to do this or else everything will collapse it's not true people live 
And I'm not saying that you can't be clean or tidy or that, you know, if you don't make your kids lunches at night, like obviously those things are important, but you know what is important to you. There is a point where you can shut your phone off for an hour every night and really connect with your family or the people around you. And the world isn't going to grieve your absence. There is a smarter way to do things. Somewhere in your life, there's a more efficient way. If you constantly are doing things and not following your sense of residency on whether you even want to do them, if your heart's even in it or not, you're going to experience burnout. You're going to have all these energetic blocks that start building in your body, like resentment, like anger, like frustration. You might even feel fear when you don't accomplish those tasks on your list or beat yourself up for not being productive enough. And that's hard. You don't deserve that treatment from yourself. No one else in your life, at least I hope no one else in your life, is pointing that finger at you, telling you you need to do more, be more, you need to be a robot. And you know what? No, what you need is yourself. If there is a part of your day where you can schedule some time for yourself, that is the most important thing you're probably going to do that day. It makes you kinder. It makes you more in line with yourself and what you need. I want you to listen to yourself instead of listening to the hustle and bustle of the world around you. The world is not built for people who love themselves. The world is built for people who don't. And we need to break that. We need to break that in our society, in our person-to-person relationships. You need to take time for you. So if your inner residency is telling you, no, 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 I just really need a bath today. I know I said I was going to do that, but I just can't. Then that's the right answer. You go turn that water on. You go do that for yourself because you deserve it and you need time for you. You can maybe pick that task up after if your inner residency says you should. You need time off at some point. Our resonancy filter gets so stressed out that we don't even know how to follow it. Do you have those times in your life where you have free time and you're just stressed out about it and you have no idea what to do with it? And then you accomplish nothing. That's a sign that your resonancy is strongly off. That's a sign that you need to figure out a different way to handle your life to be able to do things that make you happy. You know, something simple to realign your sense of resonancy. It could just be asking yourself, what do I want in my life? What am I missing? Is my diet lacking because I can't take care of myself? Is my physical health lacking? Do I need some air? Do I need some water? Do I need different foods? Do I need to see a friend? Do I need to talk to my family? Sometimes the way that we live our life doesn't even enable us to see our families. And I bet that that's even harder for a lot of us right now with the current laws we're dealing with. I want you to practice at least once a day, sitting with yourself when you have some free time, if you've scheduled that for yourself or if you don't need to, great. What do you want? What do you want right in that moment? It's not a pressure thing. You don't have to have an answer. I'm looking at you type A personalities. You don't have to have an answer. I want you to know that that's okay. And you're going to start off feeling like, I can't figure it out. I'm not doing it right. This isn't working for me. No, this is just a sign that you need this resonancy filter to be working for you because you've ignored it for so long that it doesn't even know how to answer you. And with practice, you'll get there. The first few days, you may find nothing. Or you may think it's nothing. You may feel an emotion like sadness. And you don't know why. So at that point, your resonancy filter is telling you that you're exhausted, that you're tired, that you're sad, that you're lacking something, that you need connection. So what do you do for yourself when you're sad? I want you to do that thing. 
If you don't know what you do when you're sad, maybe it's time to pull up a chair with somebody important in your life that can maybe tell you the honest truth on what you need. Like, I've noticed when you're sad, you mop the floor and you're mad about it. I don't think that's what you need. I don't think that's healthy for you. I think you go to another productive task because you can't accomplish what you wanted to. So then you still feel like you've done something, but you're not really addressing the problem, which is sadness. So think about what it is that you want when you're sad. There's different types of sad. Sometimes you just want to talk it out. Sometimes you want to be alone. Sometimes you just need to feel it and let it go. Some people shower. There's all sorts of different things. But if there's an emotion coming up and you start practicing finding your residency, then that's a good start. And I want you to know that's a good answer. A lot of people will get frustrated with their progress because they don't hear a word right away or they just don't just know. All I'm saying is that's a sign that you've been ignoring it. Maybe it's time to pick up a pendulum. Maybe that would help. Maybe it's time to flip a coin in the air. How do you feel when it lands on yes? Do you feel good? If that option was falling from the sky, you know at the last minute, you're going to see the option you want. That's why people tell you to flip a coin. Some people are like that, some people aren't, but the grand majority of us will see something or feel something right before that coin's going to drop. Go with it. Trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Go with how you feel. You'll train it. You'll know. Your inner sense of resonancy is probably one of the most important skills that you can have and one of the most greatly ignored things when it comes to the intuition and developing it. If you don't have a good sense of resonancy, that means you're out of alignment. If you want to build your psychic ability, you want to build uh, your growth, your spirituality, then being in alignment is the best way to do that. Knowing your inner resonancy and making no apologies for that is one of the biggest steps. You know, it may cause some ruckus in your life. If you've always been one to say yes to the task and keep going and keep going, and I want you to know there isn't anything wrong with that. We just need to undo it for your own health, right? If you're one that's always been the one to jump for the task, like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll help you. I'll help you. It's because there's praise involved in that activity and it makes you feel good. But what if it doesn't make you and yourself feel good? That's what we need to address. You have to follow that feeling. There's going to be a way to undo it, and it's going to cause some waves in your life. You may have people even get angry at you because, you know what, if you've people-pleased long enough, then it's probably because people have strong expectations from you, and you need to undo those expectations. So be clear. Tell them you're not doing it. Don't feel guilty. If you need to turn off your phone, do it. Walk away. You are not responsible for what everybody else thinks that you should do. You are only responsible for what it is that you feel you need to do in that moment. You don't need to make apologies for not feeling well, for not having energy, for just not wanting to do that task. Someone is asking you if you want to do the task, why isn't no an option? If they were going to tell you you were going to do the task, that's different. But you can still say no. Nobody has the right to tell you what it is that you need to do. You're the only person who can do that. Is there an adult in the room? It's you. So sometimes you just have to be that person and say no. Sometimes the relationships in our life, especially if it's parent to child, even if you guys are older, your parent will ask you something when really they're expecting you to say yes. And you are going to say no if you feel no. Because it's going to put you back in that moment of feeling like you're owing something to them or that you feel like a child. And you should not feel that way. You are two adults on a level playing field. You are both old enough to be adults. So why are you not able to say no? 
if it is that you can't say no because you have a lot of anxiety, that's something that we're going to address as well as we work through this. But I want you to know it all starts with your sense of residency. So practice that this week, especially over this holiday weekend. What do you feel aligned with? You do not owe anyone anything. The only person you owe anything to is you. So I want you to keep that in your mind as we keep going through this week. And I'll check back with you next week on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And just remember, you are the shift. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. Mm -hmm.